بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الحمد لله الله سبحانه وتعالى has blessed every single one of us to be in this blessed month of Ramadan a month in which we attempt to get closer to Allah سبحانه وتعالى may Allah سبحانه وتعالى accept our efforts but it is also a month that comes once a year for you and I to purify ourselves to purify our hearts to get closer to Allah سبحانه وتعالى and to have all of our sins forgiven the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he informs us that on the first day of Ramadan that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opens the gates of Jannah. And when the gates of Jannah are open, my brothers and sisters, it means that some of the things that are found inside of it are going to be seeping out. And we know that the people of Jannah are the people of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the mercy of Jannah is going to seek out to the people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He provides us many opportunities to attain forgiveness for all of our sins in the month of Ramadan. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, He tells us three opportunities that we don't even have to go outside of Ramadan in order to attain it, outside of the normal things that we generally do in the month of Ramadan. I know that every single one of us is going to be fasting the month of Ramadan. If we just fast the month of Ramadan, if Allah accepts it, all of our sins can be forgiven. The Prophet sallallahu he tells us about this opportunity of having our sins forgiven simply by fasting. When he said, مَنْ صَامَ رَمَضَانَ إِيمَانًا وَاحْتِسَابًا That whoever fasts the month of Ramadan with two conditions, the first one being that he has Iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Iman in the fact that this is an obligation to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that the reward that he is hoping for, that he's yearning for, the reason he is fasting, it is for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to forgive him for all of his sins. Everything that he has done before, Allah is going to forgive it. Can you imagine just simply by fasting, all of your sins can be forgiven in these 30 days or 29 days of the month of Ramadan. And this is why we have to be diligent in making sure that we take opportunities like this to have all of our sins forgiven. My brothers and sisters, the month of Ramadan is truly a month of rahmah, a month of forgiveness. A month in which we need to increase the amount of istighfar that we're doing. And the best way to do it is in the actions that we do. Not simply just seeking the forgiveness by saying astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. Even though we should still be doing that. But we should be seeking forgiveness through our actions. My brothers and sisters, we mentioned just by fasting the month of Ramadan, we can have all of our sins forgiven. Another opportunity for all of your sins to be forgiven, my brothers and sisters, it is found in the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, where he says, مَنْ قَامَ رَمَضَانَ إِيمَانًا وَاحْتِسَابًا غُفِرَ لَهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَنْبِ That whoever stands during the night of Ramadan with Iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that he's hoping for the reward from being from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all of his sins are forgiven. You are, taraweeh, it is an opportunity for you, not only to build the habit of praying Qiyamul Layl, but also to be forgiven for all of your sins in the month of Ramadan. My brothers and sisters, if these opportunities are not enough for you, are not enough for you to say, this is the way that I am going to earn the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, here's the third opportunity that comes with this month being the month of Rahmah. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, مَنْ قَامَ لَيْلَةَ الْقَدْرِ إِيمَانًا وَاحْتِسَابًا That whoever stands during the night of Laylatul Qadr, the night of power, with Iman in that this is with the belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well as knowing that the reward that I am seeking it is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all of your sins previously are going to be forgiven three easy opportunities for you to attain the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have your istighfar you seeking forgiveness be accepted and you to be forgiven for everything that came before my brothers and sisters when we hear these ahadith of the virtues of the month of Ramadan then we cannot be shocked 
when we know the one that is truly humiliated, as the Prophet ﷺ mentions to us, is the one that reaches the month of Ramadan and through it he's not forgiven. This is the month of forgiveness. All of these opportunities are not there. So if through this month you do not attain the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what are you going to do afterwards? What other month is going to provide you this opportunity? And my brothers and sisters, we are still in a global pandemic. We know that at any time Allah can take our lives. At any time something could happen to us and we can return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we are in the blessed month of Ramadan. And knowing that we are not promised the next one, should make us strive to ensure that we attain the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Attaining the rahmah, the forgiveness and making istighfar was how the Prophet sallallahu spent majority of his days. One day he tells Abu Hurairah that he seeks the forgiveness of Allah in a single gathering 70 times. Can you imagine the Prophet sallallahu the one that was forgiven for all of his sins, in the future and in the past, whatever they might be, they've already been forgiven. The greatest creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he is seeking the forgiveness of Allah 70 times in a gathering or 100 times in a day. No matter the amount, my brothers and sisters, are you doing as much? Are you and I doing even half of that? Are we seeking the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even 33 times every time we pray salah? Or are we even doing it the three times as soon as we say assalamu alaikum, assalamu alaikum, as we have been commanded to say astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. Are we even doing this? My brothers and sisters, as long as we make istighfar, we are going to find the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. With our actions, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to forgive us. With our tongues, when we are seeking forgiveness, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to forgive us. One of the people that the Prophet sallallahu gives glad tidings to, in a hadith he says, that give glad tidings to the one that finds many, many istighfar in his book on the Day of Judgment. That what is going to make him happy on that day is when he opens his book, and he finds a lot of istighfar, the amount of times that he sat asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive him, the one that has that many, then give him glad tidings. Meaning that after that point, after opening his book, after opening his scroll, then everything else after is going to be easy for him. That they were a people that would make istighfar. You know, the blessed month of Ramadan, what it offers us more than just fasting and praying Qiyamul Layl and being from the people of the Quran and so on, it is that at the best times to make istighfar, it forces us to be awake. My brothers and sisters, a person during the month of Ramadan, generally, he is awake in the morning time during the time of Suhoor. Do you know how powerful this time is? There are two things that happen in this time that you and I should be seeking out for. You and I should be running towards when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He tells us, وَسَارِعُوا إِلَى مَغْفِرَةٍ مِّن رَبِّكُمْ That you should be rushing towards the forgiveness from your Lord. The way that you do that, my brothers and sisters, it is to run towards the opportunities that are going to cause Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive you. The best time for you to make istighfar, my brothers and sisters, it is when you are having your suhoor. In that time of barakah, when you're waking up and you're eating suhoor to prepare for the day, this is the time that you should be making istighfar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He describes the condition of the people of Jannah, how they were in the dunya. And He says, That in the time of ashar, that time of pre-dawn, they were amongst the people that would be making istighfar. What else happens in this time that we should be increasing in istighfar? Do you not know that your Lord descends to the lowest heaven of the dunya on the last third of the night? And this is that time, this is the last third of that night, right before dawn. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, Hal min Is there someone that is seeking forgiveness so that I can forgive him? The people that Allah is describing in Jannah, these are the people that in the ashar, in that time, in that last third of the night, 
They were making istighfar while Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he was saying Is there anyone that is seeking forgiveness so that I can forgive him? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Is there anyone that is asking of anything so that I can give him? Is there anyone that is making dua so that it can be accepted of him? My brothers and sisters, what other time outside of the month of Ramadan do you wake up before dawn? Do you wake up before Fajr? Do you wake up for Suhoor? And be in this time where you, all of your sins can be forgiven, where your istighfar can be accepted. Do you not know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says that if we were to seek forgiveness, Allah would forgive us. Whatever way we seek the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are going to find the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's going to accept us. You know, my brothers and sisters, making istighfar needs to be something that we do every time we commit a sin so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to forgive us for all of our sins. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he informs us about a man that came long time before us. He came in the nations that came before. What he did was he committed a sin. After committing the sin, he went and he made istighfar. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, look at my servant to the angels. He says, look at my servants. He says, this servant of mine, he knows that he has a Lord that can punish him for his sin. What he has done, Allah could punish him for. And he also knows that he has a Lord that can forgive him for his sins. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, he says to the malaika, to the angels, bear witness that I have forgiven this man. This man, he goes away and then he commits that same sin and he returns back and he makes istighfar again. He makes tawbah again. He seeks the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what does he say? He says the same thing. He says, look at my servant. He knows that he has a Lord that can forgive him and that can punish him for his sins. So I have forgiven him. And then he comes back the third time after going away and committing that sin again, that same sin again, he comes back. And he seeks the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what does he do? He says to the malaika, look at him. He knows that he has a Lord that can punish him for his sins. And he has a Lord that can forgive him for his sins. Bear witness that I have forgiven him for as long as he is in this state. Meaning that for as long as he goes back and he commits the sin and he returns back and he seeks istighfar, Allah will continue to forgive him. My brothers and sisters, whenever we make istighfar, Whenever we make istighfar and we seek out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are going to find him and he's going to accept our forgiveness. You know the hadith Qudsi in which he, he states that if our sins were to reach the skies, if our sins were to fill this dunya, and we met Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with istighfar, or we met him not associating partners with him, Allah would have forgiven us and it would not be a bother to him. It will, he would not mind forgiving us, my brothers and sisters. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he describes himself, whenever we recite the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we always begin with Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. He is ar-Rahman and he is ar-Rahim. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us for our shortcomings. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us for our sins. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.